0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Thrive in EDU podcast. I am Rochelle Denae Poth. This is season four, episode number 26. And if you have been listening, you know that my podcast has been going on for multiple seasons. It started as a way for me to reflect, uh, to think about ideas that I was Doing, trying, exploring my classroom, things that went well, things that didn't go so well. It evolved into talking about different tools, technologies that I was learning about and exploring in my classes with my students. And then it has covered a lot of different topics. Uh, Probably one of the top top topics is uh, artificial intelligence. I've talked about a lot uh, for the past four years. I've been doing the podcast also Uh, social emotional learning and power of reflection and just some new ideas especially at the start of the school year sort of a new calendar year springtime whenever engagement is down but um, another big part of the podcast has been having guests. And if you have ever seen the Rochelle and Mel Thrive O'Clock, we stream out through Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. And we always have a guest or guests and talk and have fun. So for today's episode, it's not just going to be Rochelle talking to Rochelle. It, we have a guest we have a couple of guests, uh, uh, well, I'm counting Mel as a guest as well. So today's episode has uh, Brad Wade, who you will learn more about the work that Brad does. And we had a really great conversation. I had a chance to present with Brad in Detroit at a conference I was presenting at, I had no idea. Well, spoiler alert, I don't wanna dive into too much of the story because we actually talk about that in this episode. So. Again, thanks uh, for tuning in to my Thrive in EDU podcast. If you are not already a subscriber, I would love for you to subscribe to the podcast. Check out my blog, www.rdene915. Join our community on Facebook, also the Thrive in EDU. And if you are in need of any professional development, services, coaching, Different sessions on a variety of topics. I love working with teachers. I do teach full time, but I also consult and do some work with school districts, small group trainings on a lot of different topics. So I would love to hear from you if you are looking for some training, whether for yourself, a small group, your PLC, your school, uh, over the summer, in the weekends, it doesn't matter. Just reach out to me uh email twitter instagram you name it and i would love to chat so hope you enjoy this episode and we will catch you the next time
1: Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining in. It's been a little while since we've last seen you. It's good to see you, Rochelle. How are you doing today? And if you are tuning in first, my name is Melody. It's great to see you. How's it going, Rochelle?
0: It's going great. It's I. It feels like I haven't seen you in so long and it's... Uh... I don't know, makes me sad, but I'm excited because I knew that we were meeting tonight and we have a great guest and I've been looking forward to it. I'm hoping lots of people join in, especially if you happen to be on spring break and you're like, hey, I have some free time, you know, invite your friends and join in our conversation tonight. So yeah, and I I know I'll be seeing you in a couple of weeks in my hometown. So that's exciting to me too. That is so cool. Will I be in your hometown for real? I mean, kind of like Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, that's I, great. I mean, I'm close enough. Like thirty yeah.
1: minutes. And I need, I need, place. like, I need for transportation. I don't have anybody to share a rental with, and you know, I'm a terrible driver. So keep that in mind. Like, we got to go places. I'll split okay. a rental car with you. I <laughs> anyway, well, I don't anyway, think I, I don't pay anyway, any car, but... right, anyway, I'll pay your gas. Whatever I need to do. I hate driving in new places. It sucks. Yeah. How are you doing? What's new with you since we last talked?
0: Uh I. Well, I've, I'm working on some projects, doing some like writing the doctorate kind of research. Uh, lots of things with, of course, some of the topics we'll be talking about here tonight. And did a conference that was in Detroit last week for McCall. My first time going there and presenting. It was like a 24-hour whirlwind trip, but that's that's okay because I got to go and it's one that I really definitely want to go back to. So, what about you? That's yeah,
1: well I have been on the road quite a bit lately so um but and then after April it's going to be a little bit of a rest and I was in Spring queue last week is amazing energy. I freaking love Palm Springs. I love all the people at Q. Um it was wonderful, but yeah, and you know, life is transitioning right now. So I'm a little bit low key. Um yeah, but it's good to see you and yeah. I'm glad I'm here. Um tell us about who's coming up.
0: Yeah, so our our guest is somebody that I've known for I think eight years now if not a little bit longer and gotten to uh, connect with in different networks and be involved in some different presentations and conversations on some really amazing and emerging technologies but I know the first time that I met we could bring him up too first time I met Brad let's bring this guy
1: up hey Brad hey Hey. (laughs) I have to say I was
0: like It was my first ISTE, so 2015 in Philly. And they had like this mobile mega share going on. There were different tables and things. And I was just starting to learn about, you know, augmented virtual reality. And I remember seeing Brad and Drew and Katrina at this table. And I knew about them from Twitter and I being the first time attending seeing them in this technology in person, I was like, oh my I was like starstruck. And I'm not even making that up because like just knowing who they were and the work that they were involved in and seeing what they were presenting to everybody, it's like, wow. And so I followed his work uh, you know, since then. And then we've connected at different conferences and seen each other in person and had been involved in some conversations with podcasts and had a chance to like, be in the same space last week, like unexpectedly, like it was just like a last minute thing, which we could talk about later. So um, but yeah, it's great to have Brad here with us tonight.
2: Hey, you too. It's so hey. nice. Thank you for having <laughs> me both of you. Hey, I'm just I'm just hanging out. I'm here to hang Listen, out with you guys.
1: I am not myself today, and I apologize. <laughs> I am like Eeyore today. So I, I apologize, Brad. How's it going? Tell us a little bit about your background.
2: Uh, it's going great, Melody. Thank you. Uh, you know, for some of you, some of you who may know me as a classroom teacher starting in ninety-nine. Uh, through 2014. 2012, I discovered augmented reality using iPads in my classroom. And that completely changed what I was doing. Uh, You know, I saw the engagement factor. And so I started uh, rewriting lesson plans around engagement. And so I spent two years uh, with the theory that if I could engage them, I could teach them any learning outcome I wanted. And that's what I ended up doing. And so I started writing about it speaking about it, and then left uh, my classroom to make the world my classroom. And uh, my superintendent, who I'm still real close with today, uh, coined me an an evangelist. So I call myself an educational evangelist, and uh, I love the work I do, and uh, just like tonight. So thanks. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I I love that you, you're just trying to find a way to engage your students. And we talk about early adopters because all of us that go to, you know, conferences and present and everything, we are early adopters, but you're like early, early, early adopter.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it was, you know, I got my first iPad in 2011 uh, through the Scholastic Book Point Club. You remember that the Scholastic, I'd been saving, saving uh, points for 10 years and I'd never used them. Saw this device and I got it. And it was like, wow, this is incredible. And so it really kind of started changing the way I was uh, managing my class, my lessons. And then the two came out and had a camera. That's when everything changed. And boy, did that change everything I was doing. I wrote a grant to get five iPads. Remember, this is 2012. Yeah. That was, that was you know, I had to actually, you know, like apply to try to get some, get my my uh, district, spend some money and get some. And so the, the cool thing was is, I ended up having a digital and an analog schedule everything i did all my curriculum math social state science i had a digital side and had a curriculum uh analog side and so because i only had a few ipad ipod ipads and so it was just it was fun with that dichotomy and figuring out how to manage all the devices uh then you know five turned into 15 i ended up having two to one um you know student ipad ratio and that's when Boy, it was just so amazing. I'd been teaching 10 years, and the first time I showed augmented reality to my kids, I saw an engagement so deep. I'd never seen anything like it. And I was kind of cynical at the time. You know, I'd seen all the different programs come in and been teaching 10 years, and all of a sudden, here was this technology. I'm like, man, look at this. I'm like so excited. I'm through the roof. I'm like, I'm gonna find anything I could, and I found like something from NASA, something in architecture, and something from a, a medical school in Illinois. And I didn't te- teach architecture, I didn't teach space, I didn't teach medical, uh, but I used them all. So I started, you know, writing experience, writing lesson plans around experiences, and you know that was my journey. And boy, it it changed literally the trajectory of my life, everything I've been doing, and uh, I couldn't be happier. It's just, it's I'm still passionate. 10, 11 years later, love it, still doing it. Uh, as uh, Rochelle saw last week, uh, we got yeah. to fit a space together and we rocked this room. <laughs> we can talk about that whenever, but it was, it was a blast.
0: That's like crazy to think you know how long that the technology has been around but and it's not even just like in the last 10 years I mean we when I talk about and talk about things like video gaming and so forth had like elements of it and people even talking about like AI I think it feels so new because it's just talked about so much now we see it so often but they're not new concepts it's just it feels like we have to do all this catching up right now but yeah I still remember I think I videotaped When um, you all were doing a presentation at that table and like at the heart and I was like, this is unbelievable. And then what the potential is for student, for learning or for anybody. I mean, there's like, like we were talking last week. I mean, there are so many things that you could use this for. And I remember in our session, the one man talked about the different simulations they were doing, like the work environment, even corporate trainings and things like that. Yeah, it's, it's awesome to see. And it was great to present with you last week too. Yeah. Okay.
1: What did you guys present on? I I, I, <laughs> I want to know. I really do want to know. Tell me. Inqu-
0: Inquiring Minds One. Okay, so I had two sessions for McCall, and one of them was on STEM. The other one was on augmented virtual reality, and I threw in some AI, because sometimes I do all three of those topics. And so Brad and I had talked prior to that. We were going to have a conversation on Friday afternoon, and then he was going to join us tonight. So then I think it was on Tuesday. Was it Tuesday? It must have been Tuesday yeah. night or something. Yep. Yeah, it was and Tuesday night. I posted that I was going to be at McCall and then he sent a message and said, Oh, you're going to be there. And I, and I didn't know that like where he lived and I said, are you presenting? And he said, no. And I said, well, Hey, when I come in and present with me in my session at one, he's like, yeah. So we just threw, you know, some slides and things together, some of which I use and some that he uses. And then I, it wasn't like we sat down and met and plotted it out. It was like, I go, you go, I go, you go or whatever. And it just was one hour and it was a lot of fun. And a lot of good feedback and comments and, and people were engaged. So yeah, it was, it was great to be actually in that space and sharing, you know, with the work that he's doing, obviously on a global scale and then things that I've learned in my classroom space and from teachers and everybody that's you know, going to these conferences or things that you're seeing that people are posting and asking for help. So we had, we had, a, it was high energy for sure. It was like, bam, bam, like nonstop. It was great.
2: Yeah, it was it was it was so much fun, Melody. We uh we got in the same room and next thing you know, it was great. We had our we had our slides up and it was like it was just like tag team, you know. One of us would go, Rochelle would go and all of a sudden like she'd pause and I'm like, Yeah, and I'd jump on this and I'd be like, Hey, what's next? And she'd take over and she's like, go to this slide and we I mean, we went up and down. I mean, it was it was great. We had great energy in the room. People yeah. asked a lot of good questions. I'd do it again, so, uh, you know, yeah. Oh,
0: oh, don't worry, because if I know that we're going to be in the same space again, it's like you'll get the, hey, uh, on your calendar, or like I did to Jamie Donnelly at FETC, she thought she was just coming to sit at the like Discovery Theater for 30 minutes. She sits down the front row I was like, why are you sitting there? And she said, I came to support you. I go, did, did you see your name? And she looked, I had her name on the screen. And everybody was laughing. They were like, okay. And then with her, she hadn't seen the slides necessarily before. Like we've done that before, like years, well, last year. And I said, well, hey, Jamie, how about you do this one? She's like, okay, so we're going to talk about like, whatever it was. So it was good. But it's fun to, it's fun to have somebody else there with you too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really, it was a a, a good time. A lot of fun. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. So when, when the
1: people that were there, was it mostly people that were like had already started, were they looking for an entry point? What did you guys like, what was that all about?
2: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It was great because uh, Rochelle did a survey uh, before they got started and we found out almost everybody was a novice. Uh, Nice. We really, So what we did is they were just beginners. So, you know, knowing who was in the room. So we really laid out the difference between AR and VR uh, and explained to them, you know, not only the technology, but more of, you know, why would you use AR? When would you use AR? What are the pros and cons? What is VR? When would you use it? What are the pros and cons, you know, in an educational setting, you know, how do you deploy? How do you get students on? How do you get them involved? What does that look like? And so, uh, you no, know, it was nice. That was a great idea. I usually just have raising hands. Mm-hmm. It was funny. Michelle's like, so everybody doesn't have to raise hands. If you can fill out the survey, I'm thinking I was just going to say, all right, let's raise hands. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, it was great. So everybody was pretty much in the beginning of their journey. And mm-hmm. so that's where we started.
1: That's awesome. Cause I feel like in a lot of ways I'm at the beginning. So I'm just going to ask this, you know, for all the other novices out there, where would you, what is your entry point? Like when you're talking about like chat GPT, and we're going to talk about that um, for somebody that may be, you know, on the intermediate, you guys, I think are kind of at the top of, you know, technology using and all that stuff. And I know I didn't say that right. So, so for someone that would be, you know, intermediate or beginner, how would you recommend them to get started?
2: I, okay. I, I didn't prep you
0: with oh, this. Sorry. I'm just curious. Yeah. I just lost my tab. That's why I paused for a second. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I would, I always, and we, we, we actually, we literally <laughs> had this conversation in our, our session in Rochelle's session was, you know, AR is, you know, using a mobile device, whether it's a phone or a tablet, the the mm-hmm. great part about using AR is the adoption is real easy and fast. You can get you can get hundreds, thousands of people, you can get 30 people, 20 people involved in an AR experience immediately, real quick. Mm, I love you that. Get, you get a mobile device, you download an AR app, boom. You're just it's just like opening your camera. And it's as as simple as that. Because you'd open your camera, except for in looking through your camera lens, you get digital information. You get whatever that is, the solar system floating around. Uh, a 3d you know model of a human abraham lincoln mm. talk whatever that might be right um, and it's and so that so ar is just so quick and easy to adopt you know a take on and try so even beginners people who are just learning how to use this technology if you can attach a a, a photo to an email or open up your camera you can use it in your I love that right away <laughs> so
0: I know. There's, yeah. some,
2: there's some good apps that you can just start with, but that would be you know what I would recommend. How about you, Rochelle?
0: Yeah, well, good old merge cube. Yep. Which, you know, when you say the solar system, and I've talked about this before too, whether you know, like I don't think on here necessarily, or actually maybe with Jamie Donnelly one time, but you know, when these were a dollar and like how many people like grabbed at the different Walmarts when they went on sale, but like, it is a great way for me, we talked about this last week too, like the solar system, you know, some people just cannot remember that. And you try to visualize it and you study and study and study, but like, you just don't get it or things in geometry, parts like anatomy, anything that you can hold, like a volcano, the layers of the earth that you can actually hold in your hand, manipulate, and you see it, and you attach more meaning and connection to it, because you're like, able to look at it and focus on it in a way that makes sense to you. And it's fun, but beyond like, oh, ooh, wow, this is awesome. Like what the creation part is it for students, because you don't want them to just sit there and consume. Like, that's great. Okay, now like take that solar system and like have your friend hold a merge cube and then do a screen recording. We're like, Hey, your head is like the sun or it's like (laughs) the planets in the solar system and tell a story about it. Um, to go beyond that, like just the basic consumption, have them creating, it is easy to get started. I mean, granted, if you have accessibility to all of those different resources, like that's key, but there's enough out there that you can grab like free trials or you can even just print out the paper merge cube and and at least give that experience to students really quickly and it all starts with like your phone I mean six-year-olds may or may not have a cell phone at this point I don't know I think there's a lot to do (laughs) so you have the parents put the app on but yeah it's it's fun to get started
1: that's really cool yeah
0: Yeah. I love it and then VR is awesome I'm all ears
1: i'm totally tell
0: me about vr <laughs> 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 so just imagine you know right now you're sitting there like in the dark and you're like i wish that i was like totally somewhere else immersed in some other space and you oh yeah i could get mine's over there um, i can like, also get mine yeah
2: <laughs> and, and yeah, they're, all, they're all right here we all have everything
0: We should all yeah. like <laughs> just sit here with our heads yeah, with our quest on i thought it was over there but it's, there's so many things. I mean, it's fun. For me, when I started, I used Nearpod. That was the very first thing because it had mm-hmm. the VR cores right. the in there. And you know about Nearpod, too. And for any teacher that's like, ah, I wish I could give it a try to see if the student response is, like, that's an easy one to go into. But there's a lot that are web-based and you don't actually need to have the headsets. I mean, it's great if you really feel like you're immersed in that, especially if you're doing, you know, like Beat Saber on, on the Quest, like, get your workout on and your awesome. dance moves. Awesome. Um, but to simulate experiences and to really feel, and then how that helps you to learn. Like you develop empathy in some cases because of what environment you're placed in or to develop skills like in public speaking. If you have a fear of that and you can simulate that environment. Uh, I mean, there's so many more and Brad can speak to more of that.
2: Yeah. So, you know, one of the biggest things that, you know, we already referenced and talked about is, you know, the adoption of it. You know, we just spoke Mm -hmm. about AR adoption is real quick, pretty easy because, you know, you just need a mobile device and there's a lot of mobile devices available. I mean, if you have access they're Mm -hmm. they're, they're a little more accessible than if you, you know, about with headsets, headsets are a little, a little more difficult to manage if you're talking about truly wearing a headset. Um, but the great thing about VR is, you know, truly being immersed and everybody that's been in one knows if you're in a good experience, how your brain quickly believes where you are, even though, you know, you're not, you know, you're in a simulation, um, you know, so, you know, it's really powerful to, you know, um, to use and great places to learn, you know, think about this, you know, uh, think about a, a big school district in the city that would like to have a, a an auto shop you know, a place where students can learn mechanics, uh, but they don't have the the square footage. They don't have the building. They don't have the resources to get donor cars. And, you know, and even mm-hmm. if they did, you know, we've got one car, one engine, 15 kids, you know, 15 mm-hmm. students. Well, with VR and you know, making digital twins, as you call them, we can now create environments where all of a sudden we've got the cars, we've got the, the places that students can go and we can duplicate that we can have every student, all the students jump in and work on their own engine, but we can also now collaborate, we can work together. So VR is absolutely uh, I- incredible in that respect. Um, cool. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's so powerful. I do, I do a lot of work in education and outside. I test a lot of VR
1: uh, mm-hmm. programs
2: uh, for companies and, and most of the ones I test are things that are dangerous. Or expensive, so if something like working at heights or working with electricity or something, I test a lot of those. Or if something's really expensive, like hey, we have a fifty thousand, you know, a five million dollar machine that you're about to learn how to use. Uh, instead of trying it on day one, let's give you the digital co- digital version and go in VR. So uh, it's 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 so cool, and and there's a lot more, um, you know. Places and schools that adopt VR now, and it's getting easier. It's easier to manage.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I can go on and on, but uh, it's it's. Wouldn't, incredible. It,
1: wouldn't it be so cool to like not have to go into school, but like put your headset on and then you're in school with everybody? Oh yeah, because you're, so you're at home.
2: It's it's already happening. I was yeah. in a build, I was in a build yesterday for a university that I can't say yet, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm helping them with right now. There were three of us in there, and they've already made the. Um, The commons area, if you you drop in and you're right outside, their like the student union, as you'd call it. Mm -hmm. The cool thing is, is all these, all their colleges are all around, all around you. And you can just go right up to the door and a portal will take you in. Um, We were in, went to the College of Agriculture yesterday and we went into the heavy machinery and equipment and we were pulling apart engines. We were working on tractors. And then we went into their um, their auditorium, just like, you know, like think of like a freshman class where you've got mm-hmm. stage and all that. We went in there and we could present, we could jump on the screen, you know, just kind of like alt space VR and some of the other ones, uh, Rochelle, you were sharing uh, the other day. Yeah. The collaboration now in VR is really cool. Um, you know, it's, it's Zoom on steroids if you uh-huh. were, well, because you can... You can share resources. You can duplicate resources. You can use all the things you'd use on Zoom. You can screen share. You can search Mm -hmm. on computers and get live. You can get like, you know, think about just a giant TV. You'd have a big computer screen and you can type, you can research, uh, you can all collaborate. You can grab whiteboards and markers. It's it's absolutely incredible. So Melody, (laughs) it's it's actually not coming. It's here. It's It's here, yeah. To be adopted very soon yeah yeah,
1: and I hope it does because I mean that would have changed just think if we'd had that technology or we did have that technology but if we had implemented it and yeah. used it our the pandemic would have been a completely yeah. different ball game yeah. so yeah
0: yeah that experience Mal, that he was talking mm-hmm. about like the portal that was um back in the fall I did there was a conference that was held mm-hmm. in November and it was like mind-blowing to think like you're sitting there and you have your avatar and there's all these different spaces because of the the, the mm-hmm. sound and you're little avatars walking along, like you're going to a different room in the conference and like you pass mm-hmm, by yeah. another avatar and they're like, no. Hey Rochelle. And you're like, and then you could turn your camera on and interact, no. but then you go into rooms and you have to go near the speaker and then it's all decorated, you know, and you like, Hey, let's break out into a small breakout group with your little avatars. And you go into a little section of the comments area of the room or the library and talk and turn your cameras on, but you can't hear the groups that are right next to you. So it is it's it crazy does make you feel like closer and more connected to people mm-hmm. in your space, as opposed to the Zoom. and no offense to all the, you know, platforms that we know for that, but those types of things <laughs> are coming. And I know even like Stanford had, you know, launched a, a metaversity or I think, they're, I don't know if they call it a metaversity at the time. Yeah, that they, was like, yeah, yeah June, the one I was in they,
2: yesterday. They call it a metaversity. As yeah.
0: Well. yeah. And there's a that's lot of them out crazy. there. That's crazy. I know. Metaversity.
1: I'm thinking of so many, would you rather questions right now?
0: Oh, like, <laughs> I've got a <laughs> lot of, today. a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So crazy. Um. Okay. Well, I, I, I don't, we're getting closer to, you know, when we end, but I want to say, do we want to talk about chat GPT? I was huge at Q. I'm sure it was huge yeah. at Nicole as well. Do we want to go into that or do we want to play our game?
0: Well, we kind of, it, it kind of leads us into our game, okay. but I, I will say with the chat GPT that it is, amazing how much it has just like because I did an article back in December about it when it you know a couple weeks after it launched and it was open and you know ever like not a lot of people I mean a million users or something like that at that no. time but then mm-hmm. even last night I got the access into Bard and there's all these other there was these Chrome extensions that have it now there's like so much and it's it's I don't know. It's unbelievable what it's capable of. And of course, GPT-4 originally was like, oh, it's not going to be till summer. And you're like, oh, it's here now. Sorry. Surprise. We're early. But um, the reason I said it leads into our game is because I use ChatGPT
1: for nice. the game. Nice.
0: And Bard. I use them both. I got a Would You Rather and I have a this or that. So, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. That's funny because that's the first time I used it was um, to create questions for a trivia game. So,
0: yeah, nice. It's it's pretty good. And Brad had some really good examples that were so funny. I I mean, I wish we had time for him to do his reading of the prompt responses from last week because they were so funny. But the one that you did and you had you were like changing your voice, which one I remember what the prompt was.
2: The prompt was uh, explain how to get a peanut butter and jelly sandwich out of a VCR (laughs) in the the King James Bible. And so it was like, for once a man shouted to the Lord, my peanut butter and jelly sandwich is stuck in a VCR. How should I get it out? And
1: it, it was, it was so great. Funny. I discovered
2: that one when I was working with the school district in Texas, uh, the night before I was, I was just doing some exploring. I found, I'm like, this is going to be my go-to. And, uh, yeah. I got into the, you know, gotten the pastoral voice. It was just, you know, it was, it was a blast. That's, so that's my lead. That's yeah. when we go into it. Uh, kind of gets everybody laughing and you know points out how like crazy it can be uh-huh. um, but then there's some incredible prompts and and I was literally uh talking about this last night that you know one of the biggest takeaways right now for teachers for me is just saving time mm-hmm. it's saving time Giving yes the chance to have that time to spend a few more minutes with the students spend mm-hmm. a few more minutes with a different prep whatever that is because look you know you know, we we get so many new things on our plates as teachers. They don't right, they don't take them off. They say, Oh, right. it's not another thing. Right. Well, you know, I'm sorry, Steve. It really is another <laughs> yeah. thing. It's mm-hmm. just one more thing. You're telling me it's not, but it really is. And we've been doing this for five years now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's 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 a great prompt to help great place to help teachers. Uh, you know, Rochelle's done some great work on it. I've shared about it. There's a lot of great resources out there. Um, and Chat GPT four is you know, I've got it up on my screen right now. Um, can't get into it, um, but it's, it's really <laughs> going to take it to the next level. It's pretty impressive. So overall, it's, it's absolutely incredible.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I, I want to give a shout out to Katie McNamara. I went to one of her sessions at Q and it was amazing. And she, the, the, what really drew me into was she, when she talked about reclaiming our time. And mm-hmm. then I saw Alex, Cur- Alex Kuros and Ken Shelton talking about that as well earlier this week. So shout out to everybody who is, is, you know, educating the rest of us. You guys are amazing because honestly I wouldn't naturally go into this. This is not my realm of like, where <laughs> I lead. but it is really cool. Cooler than I thought it would be. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: And you need to try it. Like if you haven't tried it yet, like definitely. And think about like questions that you might use if you're a classroom teacher or or whatever, Mm -hmm. or an email that you would write. If you think like, oh, I have to write this email. Like you just pop that in as a prompt and see what it comes up with and have it regenerate to after you've read it to see if it's similar, because you know, the concern about is all the kids going to use it. You know, it does repeat some, some of the same things. And it's not always correct because it said Mm -hmm. that I, I had a PhD in curriculum instruction and I was an associate professor at some university. I'm like, yes, And like totally drop out of this, like everything on the it's internet. Manifesting through.
1: things That's for right. you. Right.
0: It's awesome. So, um, so I did make some questions. Oh, I mean, I I guess I did make questions, right? They're mine from ChatGPT for our game. We're okay. It's game time. Play. Yeah. Is it All game right. time? Yep. It's game time. All right. Okay. Question one again, these may or may not be my own. Uh, would you rather travel back in time or travel to the future?
2: Oh. Mm. Uh, future future for sure
0: that's Uh, a tough one i I would like
1: to go back in time and correct a lot of terrible mistakes that i've made (laughs) i I, would love that
2: i'd like to go back in time to meet some really great people but yeah i know their story i know their history i know nothing about the future i'd just be amazed i want to know if the when the aliens land i want to know what technology we're using all that stuff
0: yeah right true if,
1: okay. if, yeah, I mean, if I could go to another planet where there's life, I would love that. That's not one of the questions or the, no, that's not like, that should but be, but I want to meet want to, the aliens.
2: That's right. If the aliens I are do. here and they've already taught us about, you know, you know, time travel and all that stuff, you might, you could uh-huh. go, hey, it's, it, I don't think it's going to be that long before we get some really good proof that, uh, you know, they're around or coming down or whatever. It's going to be great.
1: I bet yeah. they're already here. Yeah. Talked about, I talked about it with seventh graders two weeks ago, like, who thinks that life exists, you know, beyond the, you know, our solar system, but and they all think that, you know, it does. And at that, at that age, I probably would have said no. But anyway, let's mm-hmm. go on. Sorry.
0: Okay. <laughs> so would you rather live in a world without technology or a world without art?
2: Without technology. Yeah. That's I don't crazy. know. Is this a rapid fire answer? Or am I supposed to elaborate?
0: <laughs> no, you don't have to elaborate. It could be a rapid fire. No, yeah. I,
2: uh, you know what? I, I believe in the human connection. So I'd rather have art than technology because my, 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 my friendship group would just be a little smaller, but it'd be closer. I'd be missing people who were in different places, but, uh, you know, I'd like to think I've really strong, deep relationships and uh, have to keep that human connection. So.
1: I like that. I'm going with Brad's answer. Okay. <laughs>
0: I will also go with Brad's answer mm-hmm. uh, next question. Would you rather be on a, or be stranded on a deserted Island alone or with somebody you really dislike?
1: Oh,
2: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm not good with small talk. So I'd probably rather be, be by myself. Um, <laughs> You know, but, but, you know, I might be regretting that decision one month yeah. later. And like, really, like, I've got 25 more years. You know, I probably be <laughs> happy with somebody I don't really like. Maybe I get to like them better. So, right. I don't know. Trick question because, yeah. you know, I'd like to say by myself, but the reality is, is probably, you probably want to be with somebody else, would be my guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to choose, you know, the somebody I dislike.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Me too. I oh. thought Brad would have chosen that because he said about like the connections <laughs> and they really? like, wow, you know, I don't know about the small talk. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Okay. Would you rather give up social media or your smartphone for a year? God.
2: Uh, I can give up social media a lot easier than my smartphone. My smartphone allows yeah. me to stay in touch with my my daughter who's still in high school and my, my, my grown kids and stuff. So yeah,
1: yeah, that's,
2: that's probably a pretty easy one for me. What about you guys?
0: I would be unemployed. So, uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, that's true. Oh, that's no. true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I'd give up social media, I guess. Cause, I'm not going to give up social media. I don't know. I, I'll weird. just, yeah. All right.
1: I'm not giving up my phone either. I'm a grown person. I'm walking away. <laughs> all right.
0: So I'm throwing the question out. Chat GPT. We don't like that question. I should give it a thumbs down. No. Uh, okay. I'll give you one more. Would you rather, and then I'm going to give you four this or that. I was going to okay. try to make it 10. Okay. Last. Would you rather, would you rather have to use a typewriter or a rotary phone for all of your communication <laughs> needs?
2: Oh, give me the, Oh, Oh, I was going to say typewriter, <laughs> but.
0: We have Good. all used both. So. Yes, we
2: have. We have. That's it's so funny when you funny. See, see a, a kid uh, f- try to figure out what a rotary phone does. That's yeah. I would Yeah.
1: I would I would rather use a rotary phone because that I have like lost my mind using a typewriter.
0: Yeah, that's true. Know. Yeah, uh, so like if
2: I have to use a typewriter, that I mean, I can't like if I have to use a typewriter to interface with my computer?
0: Oh no, it's just a typewriter. There are no computers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, probably the rotary phone, because yeah. you know, I get you get back to remembering everybody's phone number. I guess.
1: Oh my I God, guess, yeah. do you guys remember anybody's? I still know my, I still know my childhood phone number, and I know uh, my Avon Ladies phone number. Yeah, I know
0: oh, my yeah. grandparents and my my home phone. I number remember number.
2: mine from nineteen seventy-seven, seven three eight zero three nine five, Glendale, wow.
0: Arizona. Dang. Wow. Oh, um, okay, here's where it gets interesting. So I typed into both ChatGPT and Bard, like write 10 this or that questions. What's and- Bard? I
1: don't know what Bard is. For all the people that don't know what Bard is, what the heck is Bard?
0: Jeez. So Bard is the Google version of like the same thing that ChatGPT does basically all right. in its simple all right. form. I just put the, the team on that one. The interesting thing is that the 10 questions for the, the two of them, uh mm-hmm. seven of or no eight of the ten of them are the same no way yeah yeah so on both of them it was coffee or tea so that'll be your first one oh
2: cheese uh, tea i'm a tea drinker anyway. oh it
0: coffee. was it was coffee or tea coffee <laughs> or tea, not cheese yeah but tea, i can make yeah. it coffee or cheese for you
2: yeah tea drinker I cheese and, and hot i drink hot tea every day
0: uh, okay.
2: and i from Alabama, i love coffee sweet tea
0: yeah yeah i, my I love
1: Yeah, I I absolutely love coffee, but if they were going to take my cheese away, I would be like, it would be, it would be terrible. All right. Cats or dogs? Both.
2: Both, but dogs, if I have to push to one.
1: (laughs) I got cats. My dog likes me. The cats, I love them. They hate me, so I guess dogs. I've
0: had them
2: both. I've had cats and dogs, so.
0: Uh, I did have a dog years and years ago. Um, this one was interesting. It, with the one ChatGPT said early bird or night owl. Bard said early riser or night owl.
2: I'm early I'm bird. both. I'm both. I'm early, I'm early bird. I'm I'm up before six. You know, in bed nine thirty. Wow.
1: Night. Wow. Crazy. I mean,
2: sleep at ten, but in bed nine thirty.
1: Yeah. Dang. I get up early and go to bed late. It is what it is. Oh, apparently... well, I don't have
2: little kids in the house anymore either. So oh. my kids are. Uh, my youngest is just. She just turned 16. So
1: wow, nice! Yeah. I can't even imagine what that's like. But one day, oh. yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> one day.
2: Don't, don't rush it. My oldest will be 27 in a couple months. Wow. So wow. it happens fast. Yeah, I, I remember know. when he was five and in kindergarten, very clearly. So it know, all of a fast. sudden, but it's but it's great. You're you get you get really proud of the, the kids you raise.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. for right. sure last question okay um summer or winter
2: no, really? no for this guy yeah summer i live in detroit so yeah summer.
0: yeah i would say summer i do like Me the too. winter but the summer i hate the, i hate the winter yeah so both well, of those did, had that on there the winter can go to live, hell
2: did you live in in alaska for i, I still live time? in alaska oh, is, oh, i thought yeah. you
1: i thought you moved to, to the lower ninety eight.
2: You just I work freaking wish. Now, right.
1: No, I'm I actually work remotely, but I'm all over the place. But oh, yeah, I
2: know. I, I travel all the time. Yeah. So. I
1: am sick of the winter. So I lived in Texas for almost half of my life. And I moved I moved from Missouri just to get away from the winter. So that's why I moved to <laughs> Texas. And so I used to think that people that lived in Alaska were foolish people. <laughs> and um Anyway, so Texas, you have like almost summer for all year long, right? Like nine months of the year. But it's the opposite here. It's like winter. And you have a spring.
2: Yes. It's,
1: yeah. You don't really have, to me, a summer. But it mm-hmm. is beautiful. And there's a lot of wonderful things here. So I don't want to bash it. But I hate winter and I'm over it. And it snowed today. So I'm a little pissed, is all I'm saying.
0: Oh <laughs> There it is. <laughs> oh, my. Anyway. Yeah, was so, there any more questions? No, I mean there were more, but it was just it was interesting to see like what it generated. But then that the two of them had and just I think right ten, this or that, and how many were the same. I mean, slight variation on the word early riser. Uh oh boy, there's a big storm boring blow or brewing. So if I disappear, that would be why, but, uh, but no, so you should try it out. I mean, even simple things like that. If you want 10 ideas for a party, I mean, it doesn't always have to be like a professional kind of thing. Like if you're just like, I have no original ideas, gift ideas, like try anything out just to see what it does. And if it gives you like a, we're sorry, just refresh it. Like it'll come back.
1: It wrote a rap for me the other day. It was, I wish I, it was really good. It was over. Oh God. I was in one of the Anyway, it was great. I love it. It's, it's fun to play around with and get good ideas. And if your brain is just drained, I think that's, I, I think it's wonderful. So yeah, I
0: agree I oh. for sure.
1: So we're, t- we went over, um, Brad, thank you for being patient with us. <laughs> we always ask our guests before we say goodbye. Do you have any last thoughts or advice or wisdom that you want to share? And it can, it ha- can have nothing to do with anything that we've talked about. Just something that's on your mind that you just want to say and share with the world.
2: Uh, well, thanks. I, I, I would like to just share if you're watching this right now and chat GPT is new to you and I mentioned time savings, uh, go in and explore some things. It can create rubrics for you. It can create emails for you. You can say, uh, I, can you write an email to my, my fourth grade parents about going to the zoo or, or whatever that might be? So, so there's a lot of great resources, just like, you know, I recommend people just try something augmented reality try chat GPT, see what it's about, get firsthand knowledge, and see how it can help you as an educator and a teacher. Then we can get on, you know, start working with students. And there's all there's so many different levels once you start to explore it. But just do it, try it out, see what you think, and then uh, everything will evolve from there.
0: Mm-hmm. I love and that. Thank That's you good. so
2: much for having me, you two. This has been yeah. uh, so fun and enjoyable.
0: Glad to yeah, have I know. you join
1: I love your energy, Brad. So I'm really glad you came on today. And I think that's great advice, especially for people that are like kind of timid to start. You know, you guys gave a lot of great advice today. And I appreciate that. And if you've been watching, you know, whether this is what you're watching live or the repeat, we really appreciate you and let yeah. us know your thoughts. And we'll see you next week, right, Rochelle? Yes,
0: we will. We'll see you almost the same time next Thursday night. All right. Sounds good. Bye, everybody. Right, bye. Thanks,
2: everybody. Thank you, too. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. For-